what's poppin', y'all? Hey, guys. Validating fam, we appreciate y'all. We sure do. Yeah, man. So today we have a special guest in the background. Woo-woo. Baby Gianna. <laughs> if you hear any snoring, it is not Taco or myself. It's her. It is her in the background. And uh, if she somehow wakes up, just give us a moment. <laughs> yeah, we'll just pause the episode and get back to it when we can. But yeah. But yeah, man, for those who are new, thanks for subscribing. Um, we're, we're claiming you sub- as a subscriber in Jesus' name. Um, for all of you guys that support week after week, you know, we appreciate the love. We love you guys. Um, we're thankful that you know that you guys believe in this ministry and you're growing because of it. Um, and for those that get my email from the description box and send me mean things, Jesus has great plans for your life. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, man, really do that? man, I told you about the email I got this week where the, the guy rebuked me and told me I need to get oh, on social media. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a guy. And I was just like, dude, what are you talking about? You know, but all I know is he's listening to this episode right now. Um, or she is listening and they're probably going to send me another email. Um, <laughs> it is what it is, bro. We, oh, we are thankful for y'all. Let me just say that. But but yeah, man, this week we want to do a follow-up from what we spoke about last week, you know, mm-hmm. on what pushed godly men, what can push a man away, a godly man away. And today we want to talk about what can push a woman away. So I wrote down some things that I know either I've done or I've seen, you know, cause women to, you know, take a step back. And right. Safra is also going to talk about, you know, some of her experiences. So if you're a guy listening, listen, fam, we're trying to help you so you can get out of the friend zone, so you can stop killing your chances. And if you're a lady listening, y'all just share this if you agree or, you know, whatever, talk about it in your small group. But yeah, man, so let's just go ahead and dive right into this. I'm going to ask you, Safa, if if I could say the number one thing that comes to your mind right now, that if a guy did, or if I did in the past, whatever, that you're just like, yeah, that ain't for me. What is it that a guy can do that'll push you away? Or what is it that a guy has done in the past? I that- feel like there are, if I could say just one thing, though. Yeah, start uh, off with just one. Yeah, it would be a guy who, um, you know, decides he wants to talk to multiple women at the same time. Mm. Okay, if that's your preference, you that's you do you, but without letting that <laughs> without letting me know. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's just shady. That's yeah. deception. If if that's how you want to, you know, seek out a spouse, that you you know, that's all by means, by any means, you you go ahead and do that, but I think the other person des- deserves to know. So yeah, that's a, a big turn off. The moment I find out, that's it. Yeah, that was coming back. That was one of the things that I, I wrote down as well. A guy who doesn't, you know, keep his, a guy who can't keep his eye on one woman, mm-hmm. you know, because I see a lot of women complain about that, and they mention that even in church. Whereas, yeah, you know, it just looks like you know this guy's a less problem. Man, he keeps going after everything, and then like in your scenario that you just mentioned, yeah, it seems as though he's dating multiple people. So basically, all of you guys are. Just options, I guess, until he chooses mm-hmm. which one is going to be, you know, his go-to at the end of the day. And to me, that's that's like mad immature because it's like you're stringing people along. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I hate seeing that. And it happens with women as well. Yeah. You know, stringing, stringing guys along. But it's always the aftermath, whereas you're just thinking, I'm just keeping my options open. I don't want to commit to anything. But to me, I don't think anyone needs to, you know, force a label on it or to start something quickly but i think the problem arises when like you mentioned um you don't give clarity to the person on this is what i'm doing 
you know? Because mm-hmm. if I think it's only us going to the movies, and then you're going to the movies with someone new every single week. Listen. You know what I mean? That's happened to me before. I was talking to this guy, and, um, you know, he just telling me all kinds of sweet stuff. Hey, my Nubian sweet princess. Nothing. Oh, wow. All this stuff. And then... It's like a Nigerian scammer. And then my god sister was like, hey, look what he's texting me. Hey, my Nubian princess. I'm like, he just forwarded the oh, same a, text a group chat. to both of us. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, I'm done with this. Like, I didn't even say that I knew. I just cut him off. I'm like, I don't have time. He could have at <laughs> so, least said that to someone in another family, that's bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't make no sense. Just stupid. People are just so brave these days. Yeah, that's not even bravery. That that's foolish. Um, yeah. That's how you get stabbed. <laughs> but but yeah, man. So I I definitely can um, attest to the fact that I can understand that um, a guy that's looking around because I feel as though guys probably get offended the same way. You know, when a guy's serious, that mm-hmm. is, you know, if the girl's doing doing that same thing, you know. So I definitely agree. Um, but I'll ask you this then: So is it a turn off to you when a guy is too quick? Um, to commit, or you can mention too slow to commit, because I have my thoughts on it. What are, what are your thoughts on if a guy's too quick or too slow to commit? Um, man, I, I think that I don't know. It depends on what commit means, because I've had boom. I meet you. I'm just like, hey man, this girl look nice. I, I you know shoot my shot, get a number. In three weeks, I want to get married. You see, and that's the problem. <laughs> that that is that is scary to me, and and I understand if that's what you want to do, but give me some time to, uh, you know, ex- I I just feel like that's too quick. Um, I just feel like that's too quick. I I I had a, I guess you could call him a friend, um, but before you know, I, I realized that he liked me. We were friends, and so once he told me he liked me, before you know it, he said that you know God, the Lord showed him. Mm. That I was, um, you know, supposed Which to be Lord? a spouse. I don't even know because it wasn't my Lord because he ain't shown me. So, but yeah, and it wasn't even that, um, you know, the person was, you know, a bad person. But that alone was just like, I, I don't know if I want to do this because yeah. you barely know me. So I'm not sure what you're committing to. You don't even know what you're committing to. Yeah. Um, but I just feel as though a person too quick to commit, um, it, it, it's in a, it's a scary situation because, um, p- I, from the experiences that I've had, people who commit early usually get their heart broken yeah. easily. And they say they love hard. And it's not necessarily that they love hard sometimes. They're not guarding their heart. Yeah. And they end up being hurt. And they blame other people. They don't see they don't see a problem with this. A lot of times it's not... You're not the first person they're, they're quick to commit with. Yeah. They've been there. They've probably been engaged before. And, and this is from experience. It's not something yeah. I'm just, you know, speaking on, you know, and I don't know about it. But it, it I feel like that's just scary. I think you should give it some time. I feel like that can be a big turnoff to a lot of people, men and women. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I feel you on that. Because in my head, if, you know, we've barely been talking... Or even people that's like love at first sight. As soon as you meet a girl, you want to ask her out. To mm-hmm. me, that you know nothing about me except how I look. You know, so I feel as though when people are so quick, you don't know if one you are a rebound. You don't know if this person even bothered praying right. before they want to talk to you. You don't know if they're talking to you because of you know because of how you look or you know or is it actually because of your character. You don't know right. if this person just needs a green card. You don't, you don't like. You don't know anything. The list goes on and on. You know, yeah. when someone is just super quick, like a lot of people would say, Safa and I, you know, quote unquote, got married quick. But I knew my wife um, 
then friend at the time for maybe six years, five, five, six years before dating, you know, so only dating around six real months, you know, because the rest of it is like deployment and all that type of stuff. None of that. I I can't really count it, you know, so. To really only date someone for six months. It's just like, I, I just knew that's what I wanted, you know? And I did as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I'm, what I'm trying to say is okay. you need help. <laughs> it's good when both both parties feel mutual about that. Because if one person feels that way, it can cause a problem if the other person doesn't. So, um, I don't think it's a problem if you can't commit early. I guess it just depends on the situation, like you said, we were, we were, we knew each other for a very, very long time, years, we were good friends, um, and so it was a little easier to say, yeah, this is the person I want to be with, it wasn't like I just met you yesterday, so I kind of had a feeling, you know, of who you were. Yeah, boy, were you fooled. <laughs> I'm kidding. Rose eyes. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so, all right, so that's talking about somebody who's too quick to commit. What if so the guy was too slow to commit? Like, um, let's say in our in our scenario, um, it wasn't six months. Let's say we were dating six years um, and there was no engagement. Yeah. What are your thoughts? That's a big turn off to me because I don't have that kind of time. So some people, <laughs> some people do and some people don't care. Um, and maybe they did care. You know, maybe that is a turn off. But you're so vested in the relationship at that yeah. point that you you're holding on to hope that one day, you know, maybe it's tomorrow. Um, you know, that person will, will commit at some point. But I feel as though that's definitely a big turn off because no one wants to wait forever. And that's not fair. Yeah. All right. So let me, let me ask you this. One thing I hear women complain about all the time is he's a mama's boy or he can't think for himself. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to deal with someone in that situation or what are your thoughts on people? You know, it's like that. Would that be an issue for you if you felt as though he was a mama's boy? Absolutely. Um, it depends on... But in what sense, though? Because, you know, I didn't, you know, some guys think they're just honoring their mom. Right, you know? right, right, right. But when you get married, um, you know, your spouse comes first, regardless of how you feel you honoring your mom or mm. your dad. Um, your spouse comes first. And if you're already you like about, this... You're about, about to start a war in the no, comments. No, it's the truth. If you're already like this when you're dating, you know, you have to marry reality. Don't expect things to change when you get married because, oh, oh yeah, he's like this and, you know, he's a mom boy. But once we get married, things will change. Yeah, okay. You're fooling yourself um, because a lot of times you can't change people. Only God can. And if they're like that before, um, it's, it's not guaranteed that they're going to change. So, yeah, I think that's a, a big issue. And um, I don't know. Some people, some girls, well, when she says, you know, he's a mama's boy, sometimes it's just that I don't know. It could be insecurity, not necessarily that he's a mama's boy. So I guess it depends on the situation what as do you well. Mean? Um, what is he telling his mom, or what is what makes him a mama's boy? Maybe he. I get you because some people I think are family oriented, and if I'm not used to that, right. Like, all right. So like when we got married, let me talk about us. When we got married, I talked to my mom almost every day, you know, at the time, you know. But the way Safa talks to her mom. <laughs> No, I've never seen this in my entire life. They have to talk on the phone every Every day. day. So her mom will call her at a specific time. It's around 7.20 every single day. On her way to work? Because she's on her way to work. She's like, oh, she's checking in on her daughter. But I'm just thinking like, yo, y'all ain't got nothing else to do. Like, go pray. Like, man, go read a book. Like, why are you literally on the phone? And in my head, 
you know, yeah, awesome. She's family oriented, but man, this is not natural, you know? But in reality, it the only part about it that wasn't natural was the fact that I wasn't doing this with my mom. So now I'm looking at you like you're the problem, you know? So I could say, obviously you're the woman, so it's not like the mama's boy thing, but it would have been easy for me to say, man, she's such a mama's girl, you know, but your mom doesn't intrude on our marriage or she right. doesn't, you exactly. know. Yeah, so, so that's the reason why. It's because it's, it's a boundary that's, that's right, drawn. So. Right, So in that case, you know, if someone is, you know, upset that they're a mama's boy or whatever, I say it's an insecurity because the, the, the mom is not, like you said, harping on the marriage. So. Yeah. But yeah, okay, I guess, I, you, you make some sense. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna not going to give you a hard time on that one. Hey guys, Tavares here. I know you're enjoying this episode, but I want to give a quick shout out to the sponsor of today's episode. BetterHelp is a resource that I'd love to tell you all about because I believe many Christians don't prioritize their mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be able to connect in a safe and private online environment, so don't think you have to drive anywhere. Your counselor can be contacted at any time. Also, you can set up phone or video calls as you may desire, because I know sometimes you just want a face-to-face interaction. So if you're facing depression, stress, anxiety, anger, or any form of trauma, please understand BetterHelp is there for you. They'll be willing to reach out to you and speak with you as you may need assistance. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. If you're feeling burdened down, I want you to want you all to enjoy a more happier life. As one of our listeners, you also get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash godly. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash godly. Now back to today's episode. Um, so, all right. So we mentioned a few things regarding... You know, we, we spoke about this with the Patreon fam last week, and they mentioned a few things. And so one of the things that were mentioned was someone who can't control their emotions. And uh, oh, and the previous one that that we we're just talking about, unable to think for themselves, that is clear as day. The Bible says, you know, a man will, you know, they should leave and cleave, you know, right. so you should be leaving your, your parents to be one with your spouse, you know, just to throw that out there. But one thing that we mentioned, you know, with the Patreon family, someone who can't control their emotions. Uh, one thing I was thinking about is... You know, we can't, it's hard to lead when you can't control yourself or you can't first lead yourself. Right. Like in 1 Timothy 3, it was talking about the 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 um, the characteristics of a, a leader. You know, they have to first, you know, lead their home a certain way. Or if you can't lead your home, you can't be a leader in the church. And that's that was the standard, you know, that Paul was telling Timothy. Because in reality, if you can't set your home in order, you can't set the church in order. Right. But then now when we look at it outside of that perspective, how am I going to lead my home if I can't first lead myself? Mm-hmm. How am I going to instill biblical discipline in my family if I have none with myself or devotion or any of those types of things if I don't have that myself? You know, so I definitely think it's important that we learn to control ourselves first, right. you know, self-control, you know, because I think that's important. Um, like Chimdi was mentioning, you know, especially with anger, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs 22, 24 through 25, don't make friends with an angry person. And don't be a companion of a hot-tempered one, or you will learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. You know, and I think a lot of girls, they end up with a lot of guys with bad attitudes because a lot of girls are drawn to the little, you know, the bad guy, tough yeah. guy act. But in reality, they're not really, 
there I don't think a lot of women understand what they're setting themselves up for. You know, because in reality, you're you're thinking, ah, he's assertive, you know, strong minded man. Nah, he has a bad attitude. Right. That is something God wants to get out of him. You know, it's it's one thing to have a a, a vocal nature, but there's another thing when you can't control your emotions that when someone says something to you, you lash out. That's it. You're ready to fight. You know, it's on site whenever I see you. You know what I mean? You know, so I think things like that push women away. But what are your thoughts on, you know, guys who who seem to have, I guess, emotion, emotional problems? Like, I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I feel I don't know so. We are emotional beings, but uh, we have to be able to control our emotions because life is crazy. And if they are like this and y'all not even married yet, what happens when you get into... Um, you know, uh, you know, issues in your marriage or even just, you know, other areas of life, you know, how, how are you going to re- react when you have children and there are other people involved? Beat them up. So you see, and that's another thing. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why it is a big, it's a big turn off, especially if someone can't control their emotions. I've seen, you know, I've, it hasn't happened to me, but I've seen uh, friends of mine in relationships where let's say they tell one a, a guy that they're with you know I can't do this anymore I'm you know we we gotta just be friends because it's not working out and I've seen where the guy tells the girl you know what I can't do this I can't live without you I'm just gonna go ahead and you know um do something crazy and not necessarily that they harm themselves right and she and didn't want to say that and not necessarily that um you know that's not a thing because I, I feel like people do deal with mental health issues, but um, sometimes it's not necessarily a cry for help. It's just um, you know they'll they'll say and do anything to keep you because they can't control their emotions and it gets to an unhealthy place and nobody needs to deal with that to be honest. So I yeah. I agree. A person that can't control their emotions, whether it's you know anger or something else, um, that's a big turn off. That needs to be something that needs to you need to put a lid on it, like. Yeah, get it under control. I can't remember the scripture in Proverbs, but pro- it's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about being able to rule your own. If you're not able to rule your own spirit, you're like a city without walls. Meaning, anyone can come in and destroy right. a city. Anyone can come in and do whatever it wants because you're not guarded. You know what I mean? You're it's just a free for all because you don't know how to control yourself. And the moment we allow our emotions to lead us as men, I think that I don't. I don't even if you got the woman. It doesn't allow the relationship to be healthy because your emotions are going to push her away in the end, you know, mm-hmm. because your your bad attitude or your jealousy or your, whatever it is will end up pushing the girl away. You know, so that that's something I, I really want the guys that's listening to this podcast to understand. Like, we have to be able to control our emotions. Like, I heard a preacher mention one time that a lot of times we talk about modesty and we put it towards women. But they were like, God looks at, and they're saying how God talks about modesty with women He's talking about their outward appearance, but when God is talking about modesty with men, he's talking about their inward character because the men are the you know the ones that have that problem inside. And it's talking about I want men to lift up hands without wrath and doubting. And the same scripture is talking about modesty with women in the outward. So I want to God talk about you know like our clothing and stuff like that. And it's like because God is seeing the anger that's inside of us. God is seeing the wrath, the doubting, all those things are what's on the inside. And right. God's if you can't control what's inside of you, then God can't use you. You right. know what I mean? God can't use you for his kingdom's glory if, you know, it's just emotions that's guiding you. But yeah, I'm not I'm not on this to preach. I'm here to pick Safa's brain. So Safa, <laughs> one thing you always mentioned, I think you mentioned it on the last episode. I sure did. Go ahead, then let the people have it. Too many female friends. <laughs> that's a that's a big one. Like 
kind of relationship, they don't even know if who who you dating at this point, like whether it's me or someone else. And I think that's that's a big problem. I mean, it's not okay if you have female friends, you have female friends. But if most of the people you talk to are all females, every time we're talking, you got some female friends, or you're hanging out with this female, you don't have no male friends as an as a male. Why don't you have any male friends? That concerns me. That concerns me as to why you choose to have only female friends, mostly female friends, and not male male friends especially in a relationship um there needs to be boundaries and um yeah i can't even remember half of what i said last week because a lot has <laughs> happened between between then and now yeah life went my crazy. brain cells are just they're fried but um but yeah so so the issue let me let me get this straight the issue is if he has only female friends or just too many female friends both Okay, well, um, so I, I definitely think like like Safa mentioned before, it's like it's a matter of, of boundaries as well, because I think as men, we need to be able to have accountability partners that are men, you know, because it's easy in my head, women, men get turned on by sight, women get turned on by what they hear, mm-hmm. you know, so if you are constantly talking to women, whether you think they like you or not, attraction can easily, right. you know, step in, you know. So I definitely think it's important that you mention that. But, and and so. no, I was just going to say, no girlfriend wants to look look down at her boyfriend's phone and then most of the text messages Everybody's kiki-king. Yeah, everybody's kiki-king. <laughs> like, you know, you're hilarious and all these people are other girls. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, that's just my friend. And maybe and that cousin. is the truth. And my cousin, right. sister, friend. Right. And maybe that's the truth. But that's not a good look. And like I said, there needs to be boundaries because yeah. no one's going to feel comfortable in that relationship. Yeah, um, so let me go ahead and rebuke the men on this next one. Men who are spiritually stagnant. Listen, I can't tell you the amount of women that are inboxing us because of some lazy brother, you know, that mm-hmm. is... And, and my thing is, fellas, like, we have to we have to understand this. She's not called to raise you. Right. The girl you approach or your fiance, the girl you're dating or your wife, they are not your mom. So they are not called to raise you mm-hmm. and they are not your pastor. So your pastor's job is to help disciple you. Pursuing a woman knowing that your spiritual life is trash at the moment is not a wise idea. Like mm-hmm. it's important that you focus on building that first rather than, you know, allowing yourself to get caught up pursuing, pursuing after ladies before you, you know, spent time pursuing Christ. But what are your thoughts on a guy that's spiritually complacent? Is that something that that you can overlook? You know, no, I think. No. But what? But what if, like, bro said he gonna go on a forty day fast? Well, then after the forty day fast, <laughs> fast, we'll we'll see we'll we'll see where this goes. But no, I think because especially, I mean, and I think it's, it it goes um, vice versa as well. A woman that's spiritually stagnant and a man because as godly as godly people or as godly um you know individuals we want to seek out um uh, people in our lives not just marriage not just you know boyfriend girlfriend um but also friendships that are you know with people who can help us grow so anybody who's spiritually stagnant in any one of those category of relationships you have to say well if this person isn't um you know they're not growing and they're not helping me grow um what what is the point of this relationship you know um and 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 at times especially in a friendship maybe you're the one that's maybe god puts you in their lives in order to help them but a lot of times especially in a dating relationship you don't want to be with somebody who's spiritually stagnant because first of all you're not going to grow you're going to be unequally yoked some something's got to give it's either they you're going to they're going to influence you 
or you're going to influence them. And a lot of time, unfortunately, it's the other way around. So I I agree 100%, and especially in a, a, a relationship where, you know, I'm the girl and you're the guy. Guy is supposed to lead the household. And so if he's spiritually stagnant, where are we going to go? To the bedroom. And that's it? Yeah. Because if a guy can't lead you closer to God, he can only lead you closer to sin. You know, and I think that's what people have to understand that. And this is men and women. So let's just drop what the podcast is talking about. And let's just get that point clear. If they can't lead you closer to God... They can only lead you closer to sin or only lead you closer to whatever God is trying to free you from or only keep you complacent. And it's like many times people are like, oh, no, they're a great person. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, they're a great person, but that does not mean that's who God has for you. And we have to be be willing to to understand and accept that. Um, uh, One thing that, you know, uh, a Patreon member, JJ, she said, a guy who's not ambitious, so soft. What are your thoughts on a guy who you don't feel is driven? Um, have has that ever pushed you away from someone in the past? Or? Absolutely, I, I feel like I, I've mentioned this. So, I what does ambition look like to you, or what would you have required before? He got to do something. He can't just be sitting there playing two um, K or whatever you guys call those hey, games we could get all paid, day. We, you could get paid off two K though. Well, if he's getting paid, we'll see. But <laughs> and it depends. He has to still be doing something else other than that. And it's not just ambitious, like oh, in a career wise, like you know, um, you know, he's driven towards money or something like that. Be ambitious for God. Like, do something. If you're not even, yeah. even if you don't have like, and I think we mentioned this for the last week on the uh, other podcast as well. But even if you're not, you know, looking to work, are you evangelizing? Are you working for the kingdom? You know, because I think that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Let me cut you off. All right. So let's say, boom, I approached you and now, and it's okay to be shallow. If you feel as though somebody might get offended by your response, they might take a shallow. It's all right. Just say, I guess what your thoughts are on this. If I'm just like, boom, I'm, you know, I'm out there preaching and I'm doing all these things in church, Mm -hmm. in church, not getting paid, doing all these kind of things for church, but I approach you. Would you be willing to say, oh, I'll give this a shot? Yeah, but God really going to have to show me that this is the person for me. Because I I feel as though that is a great thing to have and everything. But I, I think another thing about us humans is that we do, especially girls go for security. Right. Right. So I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I didn't marry you because you, you I don't even know how to say it, but basically, I knew I could be secure with you. Wow, you just you were married military. me for a bank account. Oh, please, because I didn't even want to marry somebody in the military, so that that's not she it. She saw that Tricare, y'all. She was like, "Hold on, <laughs> let me get that insurance." But no, I, you know, the fact that there was some security in, yeah. in what you do was 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 a plus, and um, you know, it's it's. I feel like it's a great thing when a person, you know, is really, um, you know, sold out for Christ, and you're doing all the things of God, I think that is commendable. Um, but what I say, I would jump at the chance to like, oh yeah, let's do this. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I would, I would really have to pray about it. And like I said, I would have to seek God and maybe we can talk as friends and see, you know, get to know each other more. But, um, at the end of the day, the bill's got to be paid. <laughs> so can't speak in tongues over that light bill. <laughs> so, um, but no, 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 I get you. I get you. I wasn't trying to make you sound like, you know, Patty, I just want people to to understand that's something to take in take into consideration because there's some people that you know they do 
a thousand percent for God and yeah. you know, and sometimes they got little to no pay. So just like if you're not getting paid anything, yeah, bro, you could keep preaching, but um right. Starbucks is hiring and maybe, because we need we need to pay this bill. Right. And maybe the the woman in the situation makes, you know, a good amount of money so she doesn't care yeah. if if you're just evangelizing because she can hold out down paying the bills and things like that with what she's making. So All right. You just depends. made you just said something that I think is good. If you make more than a guy is that a deal breaker? No, not at all. I don't care what I don't care. Both you know, there, parents, you know, there's some guys. Both our parents, yeah, are in that situation. Yeah, actually. my mom makes more than my dad, and I, I'm sure your mom yeah. makes more than your dad too. Yeah, and they've been together for thirty. Years, my parents been together what uh, twenty nine years, and yours thirty plus. Yeah. So I don't think that has anything to do with it. Yeah, but I know a lot of women. That's a deal breaker for them. Like they're like, "How much you make? Nah, I'll that ain't for me." Less. And it's like that's wild because it's like who's creating these standards? On, right. It depends on what the job is that the woman has. So if she working at Burger King and he makes oh, well, less than her, well, then yeah, we yeah. really got to consider. Well, well, yeah, bro. Get, this not going nowhere. Yeah, bro. You <laughs> so got to get up out of But if she is a doctor and he makes less than her, no. Nah, but there are some women that think like that. Like I've literally seen videos of women that talk. I mean, some of these women they they don't look, you know, like. They're that smart. That's that speak like this. Some of them, you know, they're just like, nah, he has to make double what I'm making. One person said he has to make double what I'm making. I'm just like, and it's okay to if, have you, if you make 100, he need to make 200 before right. he can approach you. And it's okay to have standards, but don't be surprised when you're single at 50. And don't be surprised yeah, your, when you your... do find what you're looking for, <laughs> but he has nothing else. You guys can't relate on not any enough, level. But he, or he has what you wanted, but he's not interested in you. Right. That's something people don't understand, but I'm not, I, that's, not that's, what this episode, that's not what this episode was about. Um, I'm not going to get into that. But the last thing I want to mention, um, something our sister just mentioned was an inconsistent guy. I know that should be a deal breaker for y'all, Absolutely. but what are your thoughts on in, a guy know. that's inconsistent? Uh, you already know, because I remember even when we first started talking, um, there were times where we would talk and I would anticipate talking to you. You didn't know it because I wasn't like eager to be like, but... I, I, I knew that we would talk every Women. day at a certain time. <laughs> I knew that we were we would talk when I get get home from school, when you got home from work. And then there were times when I just didn't hear anything from you. And I'm like, this don't make no sense. <laughs> and then we had to put boundaries in place. Because I'm like, if you're going to do this, if you, if you got something to do, then fine. Let me know. You but can live. You can live with yeah, it. Yeah. But just say, hey, you know, I have, you know, a lot going on after work today. You're not going to hear from me, but I hope you have enjoyed the rest of your day to at least let me know that. You know, I, you care about me if we're trying to talk like that. If you're inconsistent, I don't, I, I don't really know where this is going and it's just not going to work. And I was ready to just be done. I was just like, listen, so it's either impatient. you figure out. No, I was <laughs> listen, <laughs> I had to know that you were consistent in order to, because, you know, who wants to get married to somebody who's not consistent in anything? Yeah. Like, not not just in our relationship, but just in, look at me, look at you with this podcast. Even when I'm not on here, consistent. So that's just one thing I love about you. And, and being inconsistent is a big turnoff because you just, just never know. Like there's no, there's no, um, what's the word? Security, stability. Stability. There's no, um, you just don't know. You, you just never know with a per- an inconsistent person. Yeah. I'm going to put up the same post that I put up last week that mentioned guys tell me something that will push you away. And I want to see all of them because we have a predominantly woman page anyway. So I want to see all their thoughts, and we definitely, if you get time, obviously, with, you know, baby on the scene, we got to go live on this. I want to see, I want to pick some of you guys' brains, but we ain't got time like we used to. Right. I'm surprised I'm even on here tonight.
guys, we got to put this baby to bed. So I'm going to just <laughs> go ahead and tell you to leave her a five-star review. Subscribe, share with a friend, and stay tuned for what we got next week. Peace. Peace.